The morning ship is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary. They're located at 500 East Alden Avenue right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust, and that's Gatlin Mortuary. It is with profound sorrow that the owners, management, and staff of Gatlin Mortuary stand alongside the Evans family as we announce the earthly transition of Mr. Samuel Evans, who transitioned into eternal rest on Friday, December the 4th, 2020. The graveside service for Mr. Samuel Evans will be held on Saturday, December the 12th at Southview Cemetery at 10 o'clock a.m. Pastor Randy Jones will officiate. Public visitation will be held on Friday, which is today, from 12 noon to 6 p.m. Again, the graveside service for Mr. Samuel Evans will be held on Saturday, December the 12th at 10 o'clock a.m. at the Southview Cemetery here in Valdosta, Georgia. Pastor Randy Jones will officiate. Again, we solicit your prayers for the Evans family. It is also with profound sorrow that the owners, management, and staff at Gatlin Mortuary stand alongside the McCutcheon family as we announce the earthly transition of Mr. Henry McCutcheon Jr., who transitioned into eternal rest on Saturday, December the 5th of 2020. The graveside service for Mr. Henry McCutcheon will be held on Saturday, December the 12th at 2 o'clock p.m., at the North Cemetery in DuPont, Georgia. Pastor Matthew Loveday will officiate. Again, that's the life celebration services for Mr. Henry McCutcheon Jr. The graveside service will be held on Saturday, December the 12th, 2020 at 2 o'clock p.m. at the North Cemetery in DuPont, Georgia. Pastor Matthew Loveday will officiate. Public visitation for Mr. Samuel Evans will be held on today from 12 o'clock noon to 6 o'clock p.m. Again, the morning shift where shift happens is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary that's located at 500 East Alden Avenue right here in Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust, and that's Mr. James K. Gatlin, who is the owner, operator, licensed funeral director, and embalmer. They can be reached at area code 229 247 4141. Again, that's area code 229-247-4141. The Honorable Judge Vernita Lee Bender will be lying in repose on today from 10 o'clock a.m. to 1 o'clock p.m. at Crossing Jordan Baptist Church located at 1401 Cypress Street right here in Valdosta, Georgia where Running Mathis serves as the pastor. If you would like to show your respect and honor to and for the Honorable Judge Vernita Lee Bender, please stop by today from 10 o'clock a.m. until 1 o'clock p.m. at Crossing Jordan Baptist Church, 1401 Cypress Street here in Valdosta. All guests are required to wear a mask or a face covering during your visit and abide by social distancing guidelines set forth by the CDC. There will be no gathering inside or outside of the sanctuary. If you would like, again, to show your 
respect and honor to the Honorable Judge Bernita Lee Bender. She will be lining repos today from 10 o'clock a.m. to 1 o'clock p.m. at Crossing Jordan Baptist Church. And we are closing out this week on the morning shift, finishing up Romans chapter number 12 and verse number 12. Okay, we're going to finish that up. And it says, from the Good News Translation, Let your hope keep you joyful. Be patient in troubles and pray at all times. Let your hope keep you joyful. Be patient in troubles and pray at all times. Listen, and so today we're going to focus on the latter part of this, of making sure, beautiful people, that we do not forget to pray. That we pray at all times. Uh, There's a quote that says, if you only pray when you are in trouble, you're in trouble. If you only pray when you're in trouble, you're in trouble. We have to make sure that we pray at all times. Pray at all times. That's a word for somebody. Pray at all times. That means when life is good, pray. When you feel like life is not treating you fairly, pray. In sickness and infirmity, pray. In good health, pray. Something about it. When you want a job, pray. When you get the job, pray. When you want the promotion, pray. When you get it, pray. Because we find out, I find out, even for me, I have to pull myself in and be like, you know, you can't just pray when you want something. You just can't, well, I don't say you just can't, but don't just petition God and go to God in prayer and make your request known when you want something or when you're in trouble. It's important for us to make prayer a consistent part of our lifestyles. Making prayer a consistent part of our lifestyles. As the Bible says to us, the Bible says to us that the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. And in a different version, the Good News Translation, which I love to read, it says the prayers of a good person has a powerful effect. The prayers of a good person has a powerful effect. Honey, when you when you living worth something, when you living a decent life, when you're not just reckless and you're not just riotous, and you're not, not unconcerned, when you live life, as a good person, it has a powerful effect. Honey, I know without a shadow of a doubt, the reason I'm still here today, the reason why I have what I have, the reason why I'm walking on purpose, in purpose, the way that I am is because somebody prayed for me. A good person prayed for me. We have to learn how to pray without ceasing. We got to learn how to pray at all times. This is the quote that we're going to focus on today. Says the value of persistent prayer is not that God will hear us, but that we will finally hear him. 
You want God to hear you when we really need to hear him. The value of persistent prayer is not that God will hear us, but that we will finally hear him. He talk, He will talk to you when you pray. He will give you, if you want to know what to do, when you want to know what your next move is, when you want to know how you're going to get, ooh, when you want to know how you're going to get through whatever you're dealing with, when you know, want to know what direction you should take, when you want to know what move you should make, you, it requires you to have a communication, a line of communication with him, and that's through prayer. I don't just want him to hear me with my requests, with my desires, with my wants, but I want to know his will. Oh my God. I want to know what he wants me to do. The only way that my life and what you choose to do is going to be as blessed. The only way that you're going to walk into the fullness of what you're trying to get and what you're trying to accomplish is dedicating time to prayer so he can talk to you. So he can talk to you about your marriage. So he can talk to you about your children. So he can talk to you about his desire for you. I need to hear him. I need to know what to do. I, I, as a leader, as a community leader, as a church leader, as a leader of, in my family, as a, just as a, as a, as a leader on my job, I need to hear him. Lord, I need for you to tell me what my next move ought to be. Not that so much for us to communicate to him what we want done, what we need, what we want, where and how we want him to move. But how does he want me? How does he want you to move? What his, is his will for your life? What what is what is his plan for you? What is his purpose for you? Honey, your prayers can set things in motion that your actions can't even touch. Your prayers have the ability to put things in motion that you can't, that you don't have the power to do, that you don't have the strength to do, that you don't have the platform to do, that you don't have the uh, audacity to even try to do. Honey, prayers can move things for you. Talking while I'm talking. Mm, somebody say it with me. Don't estimate the power of prayer. I know sometimes you don't think he hears you. I know sometimes you think he's ignoring you, but don't underestimate the power of prayer. I know you may, he's, he may not have answered you when you prayed the last time. I know you think he ignored you when you went to prayer on behalf of a sick loved one or, or somebody that you love that was going through a problem through a trial, but do not underestimate the power of prayer. I'm still here. Ooh. Thank you, Lord Jesus, because somebody prayed for me. I didn't lose my mind. I'm talking out of been there, y'all, when I was at my lowest point because somebody was praying for me. Just think of the things that you, you don't know how you made it through it. You can't put your finger on how it got done. You don't know how you finished school going through what you were dealing with. You don't know how you overcame. You don't know how you pulled through it all you know is at the end of the day you are still here i want to tell you that somebody whoo, good lord have mercy
person. Somebody somewhere was praying. You don't know how you made it out of that accident. You don't know how you made it through that storm. You don't know how you made it through grief. You don't know how you made it through that death in your family of your loved ones. You don't know how you made it. But baby, somebody... Slow your roll, Smith. Somebody was praying. Never underestimate the power of prayer. I'm telling you, beautiful people, you got to pray before it happens to you. You and Before it happens for you, you got to pray after it happens for you. You got to make, again, prayer a consistent part of your lifetime. lifestyle. If you go in this year with joy, if you're going to finish this year with joy, and go into next year. You need to make sure that prayer is a part of your lifestyle. Whenever men work, they work. But whenever men pray, God works. Listen, whenever we work, then we got to do the work. But whenever we pray, what we're saying is, God, I'm leaving the results up to you. You can try to do it by yourself if you want to. You can try to fix it if you want to. You can try to change them if you want to, honey. Or you can petition God and let him do the work. Oh, my goodness. I wish somebody would go with me this morning and say, let God do the work. Let God do the work. You can't do it like he do it. You can't fix it like he can. You don't know all of the circumstances. You think you know all the facts, but he knows all because he sees all. I love God. I love God because whenever he does the work, he does it right. Whenever he fixes things, he fixes it right. Prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful. Do not underestimate the power, the power of prayer. You got to put it in his hands. Oh, they, it, it was a song that said, if you're going to pray, don't worry. And if you're going to worry, don't pray. In other words, if you got time to worry, mm, my God, if you have time to worry, then you have time to pray. I said again, if you have time to worry, you got time to pray. Let God do the work. Whatever you're trying to get accomplished, let God do the work. Pray and let him do the work. Whatever you need him to come through on your behalf for, pray and let him do the work. If if you got somebody, your child, your cousin, your auntie, your cousin, your grandma, your mama and them, your daddy and them, your co-workers, your boss, pray and let God do the work. He is a just God. He is a righteous God. And he knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for us. Don't underestimate the power of prayer. I'm telling you, it's powerful. Oh my God. Listen, prayer is prayer is a necessity. Uh, it says in Romans 12 and 12, mm, Lord have mercy. Let your hope Keep you joyful. Be patient Woo! in troubles. And pray at all times. I'm telling you, prayer is powerful. Listen, listen, listen. Prayer is powerful. That was one of the first 
That was one of the first lessons. One of the first things that Jesus taught his disciples was how to pray. Yeah, if you if you want to get things done, if you want things to happen, this is how you get it done. You got to learn how to pray. You got to know how to pray. Petition God. Pray for his will. Pray. Jesus told Peter, oh my God, I got to say this and I got to get out of here. Jesus told Peter, he says, Satan, listen at it. Satan desires to have you, Peter. Oh my God, fat. Listen at this cause. Satan desires to have you, Peter, to sift you as wheat. Uh, but he told Peter, he said, but I prayed for you. Uh, Jesus told Peter, I, you ain't got to worry about nothing. I don't care what's coming against you. I don't care what's going to happen. I don't care how the enemy is trying to lay a snare for you. I don't care how much he's trying to keep you from living your best life. He said, Satan desires to have you, to sift you as wheat. But I prayed. Oh, my God. But I prayed for you. Mm. That your faith does not fail you. Oh, I want to let somebody know this morning that I'm praying that in your pain, that your faith does not fail you. That in grief, I'm praying for you that your faith does not fail you. That in your suffering, your faith does not fail you. In your season of waiting, I'm praying that your faith does not fail you. Jesus said, Peter, I got you. I got you covered. If I can't do anything for you, if you can't meet somebody, if you can't give them money, if you can't get them a new car, if you can't buy them a new house, at the least, oh my goodness, the least you can do is cover them in prayer. Prayer has no distance. You can be in Valdosta and pray for somebody on the other side of the world. You can be in Atlanta. You can be in California. You can be, prayer has no limits. Prayer has no limits to its distance. I'm telling you, prayer is powerful. And if Jesus understood the value and the power of prayer, those of us, good golly, Miss Molly, those of us who know the words of prayer, those of us, those of us who know how to get a prayer through, we we ought to be petitioning God and saying, God, I can't get there, but I'm sending prayer before me. Lord, I'm praying for somebody right now who's on the verge of giving up. You said that my prayers, the prayers of a good person has a powerful effect. I'm praying for those who are going through bereavement, praying for those dealing with COVID-19, those who are suffering with high high blood pressure and sugar diabetes. I'm praying for those who don't know their left from their right. I'm praying that God, the power of God, that the hand of God will continue to rest on your life. You don't know where your next meal is going to come from, but I'm praying for you. The devil is trying you on every side, trouble on every side, pressure on every side, distress on every side, but I'm praying for you. That your faith does not fail you. I can't be there. 
I can't be there with everything you got going on. People can't be there with everything that you got going on. But what we all can do is pray. We all can pray. You, you might can't get there. You might not have the words to say. You might not know what to say. You might not be able to, to get to that family. But one thing you can do woo, is you can pray. Mm, yeah. If only you would pray. Oh, God. Lord Jesus. Woo, woo. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If only we would understand how powerful prayer is. I'm praying for you that your faith does not fail you. I'm praying. Woo, I'm praying for a supernatural release. That the remnant of COVID-19 will dry up. Lord, have mercy. That, that, that your taste will come back. Your smell will come back. Ooh. Yes, Lord. Have mercy, Jesus. The power of prayer. I got to get out of here. But I appreciate y'all for riding with your girl on the morning shift where shift happens. Remember, y'all, when we pray, we, we petition God. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Don't worry about how things are going to move. When you pray, you let God do the work. Let God do the work. Until next time, I love y'all. Peace. I'm out.